0: Hello and welcome to Soul Conversations with Dante, a podcast for all things mindset, manifestation and aligned entrepreneurship. I am Dante Amato, your host, and I am so happy you found me. As a mindset and growth coach, I am 100% obsessed with helping you blend spiritual flow and intuition into your business and all parts of your life. And I'm here to teach you how to follow your bliss, find your flow, and manifest all the magic and abundance that's destined for you. Okay, let's jump into today's episode. Hello, beautiful, and welcome back to another episode of Soul Conversations. Okay, so today's episode is going to be Activating. For some of you, I'm not going to say triggering because I believe activating is more of the frequency that I want these conversations to be. So buckle up. That's the disclaimer. I'm hoping that today's episode is going to be a huge perspective shift for you because we're going to be talking about the secret or not so much the secret because I'm going to tell you to why some people are able to manifest the life of their dreams while others get stuck on the hamster wheel and just continue to go round and round. Now we know what this feels like because we have all looked at somebody else's life and been like, how come they get to have all the things? How have they created this life? Why are they so happy? Why do they just seem to manifest things out of thin air? And I am here stuck. If you are one of those people that look around and wonder why some people are able just to create these amazing lives and you feel like you want that too, but you just cannot seem to make it happen. I'm going to let you in on a big secret today, but first I want to ask you a question. I would like for you to ask yourself this question actually, and that is, do my decisions reflect my desires Do the decisions that I make for myself reflect the things that I really want? Or do they reflect my current circumstances? Do they reflect my current life? Do they reflect what I currently have rather than what I want? Hmm. I remember asking myself this question quite a number of years ago, and I triggered myself. (laughs) I was the person that triggered myself because I realized that I was making decisions from a place of my current circumstance. I was making decisions from a place of knowing that the things that I have always had, not the things that I wanted or the things that I wanted to create it. And I've realized that I was not doing anything about my dreams beyond just thinking about them. I knew what they were but I wasn't doing anything about them. And this is the secret that I'm going to share to you today, because you can have a vision board, the most aesthetically pleasing vision board sitting there on the wall of your office with all of the images that you would like to call into your own life. You can be speaking about them with your friends or your colleagues or your partner But if you are not creating change and committing to changing your daily habits and actually making your decisions based on the things on this vision board, then the vision board is all it's ever going to be. You might be beginning to realize that you want one thing, but your decisions are suggesting actually something else. And the secret to being able to have a life that feels aligned and abundant and happy and joyous and just like the lives that you look in on and wish that you had, the secret to that lies in the way that you're currently making your decisions. Now, I am the first one to put my hand up and say there are many, many things in our lives that we don't have control over and we simply can't just decide those things. But there are also many, many, many things that we do have control over. And when you start shifting your focus and attention to the things that you can control, they will inadvertently start to outweigh the things that you can't because what you focus on expands. And so if this is a little bit activating for you and you're like, yeah, that's okay for you Dante, because you've already got X, Y, and Z, whatever you're assuming that I have. I want to invite you to feel into that discomfort that you're feeling and have a look around your life and the things that you're putting the focus on right now. And are they the things that you have no control over or are they the things that in fact you can control? Maybe this is a moment in time for you just to start feeling into where you are focusing your attention right now, because I guarantee you, wherever you focus your attention, you'll be getting more of that. And personally, for me, I would like to be getting more of the things that I can control. I would like to be getting more of the things that I desire. I would like to be getting more of a life that I'm obsessed with. So I choose every day in the way that I make my decisions to pay more attention and focus to those than to the things that we can't control. You might be listening to this and feeling into this energy of maybe like you've just started to settle. Maybe you've decided at some point that your dreams weren't worth bringing to life for whatever reason, maybe somewhere along the way, it just got too hard to keep chasing them because you were up against too many odds. There were too many people around you making it too hard. Maybe you just need a break from doing that for a while. And that that's okay. I'm hoping that during this episode, There is something that will reach you that will help you pick up the pace again and decide that you can start making some decisions that are purely based in desire because this is really the first step to creating a life that you're obsessed with so in this episode today i'm going to be sharing with you how to reconnect to your desires if you feel like You don't even know where you will fucking start, right? That happens a lot in my world. Uh, Clients will come into my space and I will say to them, tell me, what is it that you really want? What do you desire in this life? And I'm often met with a blank face because they have become so disconnected from the things that they desire that they can't access those quickly. And if that's you, I just want you to know that you're not alone and there's nothing wrong with you and you're not broken. They're there. And I'm going to help you reconnect to those today. We're going to be talking about how to spend more time in flow state. So flow state is that state of being where you feel aligned and on purpose and like you're just exactly where you need to be. And in this state, you become naturally wildly magnetic to your dreams. We will also be discussing what stops us from chasing our dreams And this will hopefully be really helpful for you because I'm sure that you will identify with some of them. And I'm going to teach you what to do to move through those. And then we will be talking about what you can actually do to step into the biggest life that you can imagine. The life of your wildest dreams, a life that feels full of desire and joy and fulfillment and purpose. So let's talk about reconnecting. Let's talk about reconnecting to your desires. Now, if you are out walking with me in your ears this morning, hello, (laughs) I want you to just find a little patch of grass to sit on for a second. Keep the podcast going, sit on a park bench, find somewhere to sit. If you are at home, uh, stop what you're doing apart from this. If you're in the car. You might need to come back for this if you can't pull over for a second, but what I want you to do is just take a big, deep breath, take a big, deep breath and just get in your body for a second, close down your eyes and just connect to your body just focus on nothing but your breath, because this work that we're doing, reconnecting to your desires and reconnecting to yourself, it happens in your body. So just take a nice, big, deep breath. And when you feel like you've connected in and you've got out of your head for a minute, I want to know, what is it that you dream of doing? If you could design your perfect day from start to finish, what would it look like? What are some of the things that it would include? What would you be doing? What kind of work lights you up? What are you doing in these days when you are feeling at your absolute best, at your highest frequency, at your happiest? When are you in your desire state? And this is when you're just doing things simply because you desire to. You do things for no other reason than it feels good and aligned and it makes you happy. What are you doing? Take another big, deep breath in. You can open back your eyes. You can hop up off the grass and start walking again. Carry on. (laughs) How often do you find yourself in flow state? This state of being when you lose track of time, because what you are doing, you are so immersed in that you lose all track of time. This is flow state when we're here. And like I said before, I I often will have women come into my private mentoring space who feel really deeply disconnected from their desires. And there is a million reasons why this happens. You might be familiar with some of these, but let's talk about some of the, the top reasons that you disconnect or you don't make decisions based from desire. One of the top reasons, and this is probably the most front of mind for most of you, is modeling. And so this just means that no one has ever shown you what it looks like to do things from a place of desire. One of the really common things here is being an entrepreneur and having modeled to me that the best thing to do with my life is to finish school, go to university Get a degree and become employed. So, I had no one model to me what it looks like to be an entrepreneur completely driven by desire, to create a business that feels soul led from a place of desire, one that just feels really good. I was shown the model that you had to work really hard for your money, you had to become very qualified in something. And then you became an employee and you started working for someone. And this is simply what they were shown themselves. So they were doing what was shown to them. And because I never had that, there is a lot of this modeling that comes into my decision-based thinking because I have to make decisions that I don't know what the outcome is going to be because no one ever showed me what that would look like. So that's something for you to be aware of as well. What have you been modeled that is interfering with this decision-making process that you might be going through. The other thing that's really important to touch on here is programming and programming is just really what we feel like we should be doing rather than what we want to be doing. It is what our roles are meant to look like, especially as women and mothers, what meanings we have attached to certain things, you know, I, and if you've been in my world, you would definitely know about this, but I love to start my work day late. I love to spend my mornings drinking coffee in the sun, exercising, having a swim in the ocean, having a nice long shower, getting ready for work, and then not starting my work day until 10 or 11 a.m. Now, my old perspective would tell me that it's just lazy and I should just get up and get to work because that's what everybody does. But for me, that is not what I desire. I am able to curate this frequency within my body and within my work and within my day that is so high and and so incredible because that decision is a desire-based decision. It's not that I'm lazy. In fact, I'm quite the opposite. I just know what it is that makes me feel good. And that's how I desire to start my day every single day. Like, why can't I do that? Why can't you do things that you desire? What reasons are you telling yourself? What programming are you allowing to affect that? I have also been the kind of person in my life that every time I'm not enjoying a situation anymore, whether that be a job, um, a relationship, a friendship, a location, maybe even an offer in my business. I change, I change my mind. I move, I remove myself from that. Now, does that make me indecisive? Because the programming that I have been led to believe would mean, yes, that means that you can't ever stick with anything. You're indecisive. You can't stay focused. You don't finish things that you start. But for me, as my perspective, this is somebody who prioritizes their joy And the fulfillment in what they're doing. So programming is really helpful for us to understand our own programming is really helpful when we start to feel very challenged about why we're making certain decisions. And especially when we become aware that these decisions may not actually be aligned with what we want. Often this happens completely subconsciously. And so I hope that this episode really starts to bring some self-awareness to the forefront of why your life might not be feeling as good as you want it to be. Something else that I see every day, have conversations with my clients every day around, and this is people pleasing. This is one of the main reasons we don't do things in our life that we really want to do. It is to keep other people happy. It is to keep and curate this perception of ourselves for other people to avoid disappointing them or to avoid having them abandon us or to avoid not being liked. People-pleasing is a very deep programming that will run in your body until you become aware of what that is like. And, you know, sometimes people look at people-pleasing as a a little bit of a badge of honour, I am a people pleaser. That means that I just like making people happy. I like making them stay comfortable. I don't want to put anybody out and they can perceive that as a bit of a, you know, like it's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing for me to be a people pleaser. I want to challenge you with that idea. If you are recognizing yourself as a people pleaser and you're finding it very hard to let go of that, I want to challenge you that what you're actually doing is manipulative behavior because you are manipulating how people see you if you have to change who you are and what you believe and what you desire in order to keep people liking you you are actually showing them a version of yourself that is not true and that is a form of manipulation you are not allowing them to see the true you You you're showing them a version of yourself so they can perceive that in a way that's more comfortable for them So if you recognize yourself as a people pleaser, I want you to really ask yourself, do I want these people to love and accept me? If I'm showing them somebody else, does that feel as good for me? Because they're not actually showing you that they love you for who you are. They're showing you that they love you for who you are pretending to be for them. So I'm going to leave that with you. There is a whole episode coming on people pleasing, by the way but I did want to talk about it today because it does play a huge role in the way that we make decisions. One of the other things that really affects the way that we make decisions. And you hear me talk about this all the time is external influence, the people around us, the people that we spend the most time with. This is probably that not the first time you've heard me say this, but you become the five people that you spend the most time with. And it only takes 18 months For their influence to affect even your deepest beliefs about yourself. So if the people around you, whether it be your family, your friends, the circles that you hang out with, even people on the internet, we spend a lot of time there. If their influence is strong enough on you, it could be changing the way that you make your decisions and based on something that they have or based on their opinion or based on their belief. And so it's always really interesting to come back into yourself and to anchor into your own opinions and what you want and just become aware that you might be being influenced by the people around you. Now the best anecdote to all of these things, the best way to start making decisions that actually reflect your own desires call them desire-based decisions, is to get really, really clear on your own idea of success and happiness in all the aspects of your life, in your health, your mind, your money, your job, your lifestyle. Are you chasing your own idea of success or are you chasing somebody else's? You can spend a huge portion of your life chasing this idea of success that has been programmed in you or modeled in you and it will never ever feel fulfilling if it doesn't align with your own as human beings, our desires are all different. We want different things. That is why somebody could have no possessions and travel the world with a backpack for their entire life and feel like the most successful human on the planet alongside a multi-billionaire, running multiple companies with all the cars and houses and boats and yachts and trips to the Bahamas, and they feel just as successful. We are all different. Our desires are all different and our success will be directly related to those desires. So if you think about it like that, we all should have different versions of success. It's just super important in this stage. If, if you're here and you're like, my life doesn't feel like I want it to. One of the first things I want you to tap into is what that idea of success is for you. Let me tell you, let, let this be your permission slip. That success does not have to look like millions of dollars, multiple houses, a business owner, kids, a white picket fence, a fluffy dog, like whatever. It doesn't have to look like anything. All that it has to look like For you is what makes you feel the most aligned with your own life. So what is it? What is your idea of success? Start there. Mm -hmm. And once you know that, the next step is to get really clear on what you want to create in this life. It's like, this is what success is going to look like for me. What do I want to create to be able to have that success? decide that you are going to start making decisions that lead you down the pathway of these desires. Your decisions must lead you down the same path as your desires. They cannot take you somewhere else. And this is where people will slip up. They know what they want. They can see it, but the decisions haven't caught up yet. They're not reflecting what they want. If you feel like this is going to be hard for you, right? If you're like, I don't actually even know what it is I want to create in this life. I just know that I want it to feel differently to what it does right now. I want you to go to the show notes in this episode and download the mini book of self discovery. And what you'll find in there is many self-reflective journal prompts for you to start deep diving into yourself to get really clear on what it is that you want to create Becoming conscious of the stories and beliefs that have stopped you until this point is going to be the next step for you. Becoming aware of that constant story that keeps coming back is going to be the next step because when you start making different choices and different decisions, all the stuff is going to come up. This is what the work is. And I want to really encourage you to do some identity work around that. And that will involve becoming really clear on what's important to you, what matters to you, what your values are, what you believe in. And when that happens and when the stories come up and when you're like, gosh, I have this belief that's not helping me here. Here's a question that I want you to ask yourself. And if you can write it in the notes in your phone, jot it down on a piece of paper but keep this close by. This is what I do when I have something come in that feels like a block or restrictive or like an excuse. I ask myself, does this feel absolutely true for me? Like this is my absolute truth or is it a story that I'm carrying around that has been given to me by somebody else? An example of this could be a perfect example, actually from a conversation that I was having with a client this morning, is that she will be unloved. She will be abandoned if she shows up in this certain way. So that question would look like, does this feel really, really true to me that these people will abandon me in my life if I show up in the way that I really desire to? Or is it a story? And when she asked herself that this morning, it was very clear in her body that that was just a story that was based in fear that was not hers, but she had been carrying around. So if you can discern between what is your absolute truth and what is your story, the most empowering thing you can do is decide to put that story down and not continue to carry it with you. And this is the identity work that comes with this. This will enable you to start making different decisions When you start to become more aware of the life that you want, and you become more aware of the decisions that you need to make, start making them from the perspective of your future self. Start making them from the perspective of the person that is five years down the track from you. And she is only there because you're making the decisions that she wanted you to today. What would she be doing? What would she be doing right now? What decision would she be making? I guarantee you that her decisions started to become based in possibility rather than her current circumstance. So when you feel into these decisions and you know that things are going to have to change, if you make decisions based on your current circumstance, that is where you will stay. If you make decisions based on your current circumstance, that is where you're going to stay. If you can start making decisions based on possibility, then you will be able to move forward. You will be able to move into this future version of yourself. And one of my favorite questions to ask when things feel like there's going to be a lot of change and it could be like, fuck, my nervous system is going to start freaking out if I just decide to burn everything to the ground. (laughs) the question is, okay, what would it look like if, what would it look like if I made this decision? What would it look like if I considered this possibility, lean into the possibility when you ask yourself this question, I'll tell you a quick story of, um, a few years ago when my husband and I literally decided to sell everything in the city and move to the beach. This was not a decision that had a lot of thought behind it, but To make it a bit easier on our nervous systems, when we really felt into this as a possibility, all of our discussions started with, what would it look like if, what would it look like if we rented the house out for 12 months and we moved up here to see if we liked it? What would it look like if we just sold the house and trusted that things were going to work out? What would it look like if? I want to encourage you to start with that question. And the biggest Key to this process, the biggest unlock situation that you're going to experience is allowing yourself to change, like really allowing yourself to change and anchoring yourself into that possibility, spending less time in the frequency of the doubt and the excuses and the limitations and spending more time in the frequency of it actually being completely possible. This will require change maybe in more parts of your life than you realize in your inner circle, in your environment, in the habits that you have, in the beliefs that you keep in your health, in your daily routines, in the conversations that you have in the ways that you speak this will require change. And let me tell you when you think about change, when you consider change, your brain will absolutely do everything in its power to not allow that change. Your brain is wired for familiarity. It is wired for safety. The second that you consider change, every single excuse and circumstance and opportunity that it can find, it will deliver to you to make sure that you don't do that. Now, all you can do here is be aware of that, right? All you can do is say, I understand where this fear is coming from. I understand because my brain is just trying to keep me here where it's familiar. You need to allow yourself to move through that discomfort of change in my mentoring space. Um, I have a 12 month beautiful mentoring container called the you project, and we have traversed through so much personal change this year. And it's really beautiful witnessing because you will see this idea of change drop in with a client and almost immediately (laughs) you'll see their brain switch on. And it's like, your brain's going to give you this beautiful checklist of all the reasons why you can't do that. And it's super, super quick and it's, you're never going to be able to stop that from happening. But what you can do is decide what you're going to do with that information. I want you to know that your dream life is entirely possible. Your dream life is entirely possible and it starts with your decisions. That's the secret. That's the only difference between them those people that you look at that seem to have this incredible life and you, that's the only difference is how they make their decisions. I want you to know that's where it starts. That's all it takes. Here's what I want you to do next. I want you to go to the show notes, download the mini book of self-discovery and if you are really feeling this, like if you've really felt into this episode and you've felt into this desire that you have to create a life that you're obsessed with and actually start taking action and making decisions that are in complete alignment with these desires that you have, I want you to pop yourself onto the waitlist for the You project, which I will also link in the show notes. Just trust me on that. I will be back in the next few episodes to talk more about that, but just get yourself on the wait list and, uh, trust that everything will unfold as it should. In the meantime, I want to say thank you so much for joining me today. This has been a really beautiful episode to record and I hope that it lands with you. As always, I want to invite you to pop into my DMs tell me what has landed for you today. Tell me your biggest takeaway. Just come and say hi. If you haven't already, I am obsessed with connecting with you in there. And for everyone that listens to these episodes and comes and says hello in in my DMS, I just love it so much. I'm so grateful for you being here and I will see you next week with another episode. Have a beautiful day.